I'm Matt Dixon, and welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. The mission of Purple Patch is to empower and educate every human being to reach their athletic potential. Through the lens of athletic potential, you reach your human potential. The purpose of this podcast is to help time-starved people everywhere integrate sport into life. Hey guys, Matt Dixon here, and just before we get cracking with the cracker that is this week's cracking show... I know that I have been barraging you about insights with Inside Tracker. And the reason that we have formed this partnership is really clear. I've mentioned this in prior shows, but it is kind of the time now, right before the holidays, as you're right in the midst of your off season, you're starting to edge towards that whole new year, new you. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to dig into your biometrics, get a baseline understanding of where you're at. And then with the recommendations all peer-reviewed that Inside Tracker will provide you, you can get going with some really strategic action in your nutrition, your training, any supplements you might need. And the nice thing is you'll be able to get some results. You'll be able to see how am I improving. It's really, really positive. We like to utilize it for all of our athletes at Purple Patch, and we think that you will benefit too. And right now, for a limited time, you can get 25% off everything in the store. So here is the magic code. Please don't share beyond yourself or go on then, share it away. Purple Patch Pro 25. That's Purple Patch Pro 25. And all you need to do is head to insidetracker.com slash Purple Patch Podcast. You can put in your code and get all of the benefits there. All right, let's get on with today's show. And welcome to the Purple Patch Podcast. As ever, your host, Matt Dixon. I'll ask you a question. 2021, what do we learn? What are we going to do about it? The performance lessons of 2021 with a little insight into Purple Patch 2022 and how we aim to support and guide performance enthusiasts. But before we get going with this one, which is a really fun one, and I think you'll find a little bit inspirational as well as insightful, I think we should get going and crack on with the show because we've got a lot to get done. So we're going to go right in to the Squatty Update. Yes, let's kick off the squatty update. And first, a note. Well-deserved, I think you're going to say, guess what? We are going to have a holiday. Ah, how very nice. The next two weeks. Yes, there won't be any Purple Patch podcasts. I hear the collective sigh around the world globally. I know, but we're going to hold hands. We're going to be all right. We are going to take a two-week break. I want to take this opportunity to thank Kerry Barrett for her help in supporting both producing the podcast and be my rock kind of in it. Fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for the journey. Who would have thunk it, Kerry? Also to the Purple Patch team and especially to you guys, the listeners. And guess what? January 5th, when we return, that is going to be our 200th episode. 200 of these things. That's a lot of me yapping away and a lot of you listening. And so I think that you should prepare because it's a biggie. It's a cracker. But yes, for the first time, for the history of this show, we're going to miss a couple of episodes. By design, we're going to turn our back. We are going to rejuvenate and refresh. 
But guess what? We've already spent a whole bunch of time plotting 2022. And I promise you there are some really good things ahead. And in fact, we're going to refresh some some of the parts of the show. So it's going to be really, really fun. And so after today's, which I think you'll enjoy, you get to have a little bit of a break. And then first week of January, the two hundredth episode. We're going to have to make that one a cracker, aren't we? Okay. So getting on with the squatty update, as you will hear a little bit more in this show, we are launching Bike and Run Squad, two new programs. And as we head into next year, our mission is to rewrite the script in performance programming and education. Now, it's going to be your choice as you go into your training. You're a triathlete. All right. You might crack on with Tri-Squad. You're into running, or you'd love to be into running. You're sick of injuries. Okay, lean into a multi-sport approach to running. It's run squad for you. Cycling, strength, super. We can improve your bike. Head to bike squad. Or perhaps you're already coached or you're self-coached. You say, you know what? I kind of got myself covered. Well, therefore, you can utilize our strength program to be the backbone of your programming. Four options, all really accessible, packed with education, and highly productive and proven. Every program is designed for the time-starved athlete. All of the programs include video coaching, both live and on demand. And of course, they are supported with plenty of education all around that big topic of performance. And so we plan to launch a full bike squad and a full run squad in January. But, and this is a big but, We really want to retain the quality programming and athlete support that we pride ourselves on. And so for this reason, we are not going to allow more than 50 folks to initially join. 50. After that, we're going to meter out the invitations based on our capacity to support you. So what does that mean? Well, you should get on the no strings attached interest list. Because when you're on that, we'll be able to keep you up to date with the launch date, the logistics, all of the details on the program, and we will welcome those to register on a first-come, first-served basis. And so just head to the show notes, or you can head to the Purple Patch website, or of course, if you're lost, just email us at info at purplepatchfitness.com, and we will get you dialed in. That's the Squatty Update. We're incredibly excited about these two new programs, but Barry... You've done very, very well on the cameras. You're doing very well at the boards on the Christmas holidays or the holiday parties that you've been going to. So this week, let's have a little bit of fun with the ukulele, but also in the subject of Word of the Week. We like the way he thinks, serious with the way. Let's open the book. It's time to take a peek. It's the Dictionary Word of the Week. The word of the week this week, core, you can tell it's getting close to the end of the year. It's daddy long legs. All right. I thought we'd give ourselves a little bit of license to have some fun. And so this week's word of the week isn't really educational, at least in a performance lens. It's not anchored around that subject of performance. But I'll tell you what it did do. It blew my mind. And perhaps... Once you've listened to this word of the week, it's going to really display to you the simplicity of my mind. Daddy long legs. You know what I'm talking about, yeah? They're little things that tend to sit up high on the windows and loiter around. Those funny little bodied fellows with crazily long legs. It's kind of the anti-spider in many ways. 
You know him, right? Or do you? Hmm. Imagine this scene. Our kitchen. Me. English. Kelly. Montana, USA. Baxter. 50-50, although I don't think he really sees it like that. I think he sees a bit more of the Yankee poodle in himself. Anyway, Baxter looks up. We're having a lovely dinner. And he shouts, Daddy Longlegs! And I say in my very aristocratic British voice, or you should say crane fly. And collectively, both Kelly and Baxter shout, no, it's not a crane fly. That's something completely different. And so much like how we research and source all of our medical and vaccine advice, off to Google we went. Now, my British listeners, there are many things that the Americans get wrong. But did you know that they also get wrong, the daddy long legs? I'm aghast. Ladies and gentlemen, I am truly aghast. The daddy long legs, the American style, it's a similar family. But it seems the American daddy long legs doesn't have wings. It isn't a crane fly. It's related, but it's not the same. Now, for you American listeners, rejoice. Because the point of this show is education, and so behalf of all British listeners, I'm proud to lead the education in this part on what a daddy long legs is. It looks very similar to the things that you have incorrectly been calling daddy long legs, but it actually has wings and it carries the real name of the crane fly. That is a daddy long legs. And so I really hope that that is helpful to you. And that is why daddy long legs is the word of the week. Now, before we go on, Australians, don't even get me going. Now I can position myself on behalf of all Americans and Brits. I am not the slightest bit interested in your opinions on what makes a daddy long legs. Don't even start to bring up the spiders. Okay, Barry, keep them quiet. And with that, Barry, shut the Aussies up. It's time for the meat and potatoes. Yes, the meat and potatoes, ladies and gentlemen. What are the performance lessons of 2021? A year that can be labeled for many as one of emergence. If 2020 was unprecedented in its lockdown, 2021 was one of emergence. It wasn't a year that we could put everything behind us, but we did kind of have a new norm to deal with. We still had a continued pandemic to manage but we did go on a quest to return as close as normal as we possibly could. And all of us transitioned back toward normal, perhaps armed with a few lessons of the experience of leading an adjusting existence for that many months of the prior year. And so was performance going to be affected in a good way or a bad way? What's really important in your life now? How would we adjust our daily habits and life as we started to go back to normal? Some of the things that we actually learned that we missed or liked or didn't even know we enjoyed, would we maintain or would we forget? Was the false reflection that so many had to face during lockdown going to create any long-term imprint? Well, at a societal level, I think it's clear that the initial weeks of the pandemic, do you remember them? That unity that many of us felt? 
that didn't last long, did it? At least in the US, unfortunately. We leave 2021 as divided and as polarized as living memory can remember. And it seems that consideration for others, taking actions for the greater community, embracing simple actions for the greater good, all seems to have just been deeply politicized. And these actions and beliefs are all super fueled by algorithms or being exploited by folks without any seemingly positive mission in mind. But I'll pause it there before we start to get too divisive and polarizing right now. That's not the point of this show. We're not here to unpack society. We're not here to choose who is right or wrong in this deeply polarized community and society we're living in. Our goal today is slightly more enjoyable. It's to reflect on performance lessons of 2021. We want to seek the lessons and the insights so that we can apply moving forward. Now, what I did is I had a little ponder, a little reflect, as you might call it. And my overall perspective across the Purple Patch team and beyond. I wanted to think, okay, what do we learn with our athletes and what do we learn globally and observe across performance athletes and enthusiasts? And a few things bubbled up more than any others. So I thought, you know what, we'll run through them. Why? Well, the first is perhaps by you hearing some of these performance lessons, you can apply them to your planning moving forward. And that's great. And then secondly, maybe a little more selfishly, I can shed some insights about what we at Purple Patch are planning to do about these lessons. So it might be helpful and maybe enjoyable for you to hear. So without further ado, here is number one. In 2021, we saw clearly that athletes and performance enthusiasts benefited greatly from mixing it up, from taking a break of the journey of high performance. Hang on, what? Let me say that again. Your first lesson is that athletes and performance enthusiasts really benefited from taking a break. And that's true. Am I saying that people shine when they do nothing and go random? Absolutely not. But many folks didn't realize how habits and routines can actually get really mentally and physically stale. What happens so often is they lose sight of why they're even doing what they're doing, or even what they're chasing. And what tends to happen, and did happen to many athletes prior to the pandemic, is they kind of got stuck on a rut of routine. Now, there is a great example of this, something that I always saw, and of course have seen over the last few years, and that's the example of the slightly overzealous and maybe overcommitted triathlete, almost certainly with some form of tattoo and insignia around the sport. But this athlete, year after year, plans their season without any change or variety. And January kicks off and it's a spring race, then a late spring race, then a summer race, and maybe a build into a full Ironman, whatever it might be. And there is nothing wrong with this planning at all. But in the sixth year, it can start to get perhaps a little stale. So what we were faced in 2020 was that big seismic impact of the pandemic. And what that pandemic forced was folks to pivot, to change, to evolve. It was a smash into routine. And for many, plans and calendars or events were just completely ripped to shreds. Athletes were actually forced to evolve. Now, many who were also forced to evolve 
also took the opportunity to have a little bit of deep reflection. Why do I actually do the sport? Where does it fit in my overall life? Where should it fit in my life? And emerging from this, as we started to experience in 2021, there was a real opportunity. No, there wasn't. There was a necessity to try new things, to mix it up, to shift the approach a little bit. You see, in the back end of 2020, there weren't any races, and so people had to be imaginative and try different things. The interesting thing, clearly, is the people that were most successful managed to retain consistency, but they also really made it fun. They went outside the boundaries of normal performance planning. And what we saw in 2021 is those who managed to embrace this change and really mix things up. They went through the 2020 experience. They tried new things. And then as they returned, they did one of two things. And that was first, they perhaps for the long term turned their back on old routines and events because the forced change actually enabled them to find something really different, fresh or new. And that was great. It was really fun to see. Or the second thing that happened is they returned to their old routines, re-energize, refresh with a more open mind. And they went back to the similar types of events or even specific events, and they were ready to go. It felt like a brand new. And the outcome that we observed is over the course of this year, with those types of folks that did mix it up, that did take a break from the routine and structure, there was a dramatic reduction in injury prevalence, in burnout. But on the other side of it, there was a huge increase in individual performance levels. Now, at Purple Patch, we had a remarkable year. I think by far, across the amateur divisions, we had the best year ever for purple patch athletes. And all of that was emerging from the sledgehammer that destroyed much of 2020. And there is a real lesson here. And that big lesson is don't be afraid to shake it up, to add new things into the mix. Maybe even try a different sport because you never know. You might benefit from dancing in a different playground in more ways that you can imagine. And the secret here, guys, you don't have to identify as a biker. You don't have to identify as a runner. I am a runner. And you certainly don't have to identify as I am a triathlete. It's actually okay to love doing really cool things, fun things, things that challenge you mentally and physically. But are related and come together to enable you to grow and feel a sense of accomplishment and improve. It's pretty fun, eh? And so the lesson as we emerge out of 2021, and we've seen this over the course of the year, is as you go forward, I would lose the labels a little bit. I wouldn't be afraid to mix it up, keep it really fun. And it's really, really easy to apply. So what are we doing about a purple patch? Well, I mentioned it. We're expanding our programming so that we can support a broader type of endurance athlete. We've got the extension of the strength program so that it can enable you to have a backbone of great strength, resilience, and movement so that you can apply it to any endurance activity. We are launching the two new programs, one that is bike focus, and the second is absolutely rewriting how to train for running really effectively. 
And all of these have got a multiple sport approach. And the third thing we're doing is radically expanding education opportunities around all aspects of life performance in sport. And that's even going to go through with some curriculum-based educational courses. Whoa, that's pretty fun. It's also a cracker of a lesson to launch this show with. So let's move on to the second lesson. Here's another one. It's a great one. Lesson number two is that accountability and community are really important. Now, we kind of already knew this in many ways, but it really struck home this year. We saw a lot of folks really struggle over the last 18 months. And I mean really struggle. It's been tough. For many people, it's been really tough. Now, there are the obvious, the frontline workers, but also parents trying to support kids who are schooling from home or others that are managing massive logistical or financial struggle, some existential crisis going on. It's really, really stressful. And underlying all of these was a very real tangible stress about the unknown, an environment that was ever-changing, social and political tension and uncertainty for the immediate future. And that is really, really unsettling. We've talked about change before on this show. Change is hard. Clarity, no matter how stark, is something to be managed. But uncertainty is unsettling. And so I, no, we, all of us at Purple Patch, we have massive empathy for those that struggled. And it was really, really tough. But what really interested me is, okay, within this adversity, who are the folks that did really, really well, that seem to shine and thrive through all of this. Now, I'm not talking about the owners of Zoom or other, some other tech company, and I'm not talking about the people that own the manufacturers of face masks. What I'm thinking about is those individuals who, despite adversity and stress, managed to do a really effective job of keeping a stable ship. They still managed to thrive. And as they end 2021, they had great performance in both life and sport. Now, when thinking about this, it's absolutely impossible to say, aha, that's what everybody did right. But there was a couple of really common themes. The first one of these, and I think the most important, if we head back to 2020, success arrived to those who managed to establish a very strong routine. So when havoc occurred, those that managed to create stability, routine around life and consistency in their training and exercise were really well served. And there was little doubt that routine, consistency in training was the thing that created a tent peg in the storm of adversity and uncertainty. Now, as 2021 came, and things started to open up a little bit, we saw something else emerge also. And that's that folks who were the happiest and the most consistent and highest performance, these folks tended to have a really strong framework of accountability and also had the sense that they were a part of something. In other words, they had strong community. And this really makes sense. So let's briefly unpack it. 
your accountability, that can arise from several sources. Of course, that can arise from a coaching relationship or from having training partners and teammates, but it can also stem from an accountability of you leading and guiding others, someone or a group that you have got responsibility. Because with role and commitments, accountability spikes, and it spikes in a really positive way. It can actually be incredibly grounding and comforting. And it facilitates the simple fact that the journey you're in, no matter how uncertain it is and unsettling, it's not actually about you. It's about more than you. And when things become about more than you, it becomes really productive. And this is something that's really powerful. So it's quite intuitive to understand that accountability is really helpful. Now we should talk about community, and this is quite ironic, because in a year that social gatherings were limited for so many folks, it was actually the exact time that we needed community. And those who found belonging in many forms, but actually found a sense of belonging, connection, support, they were the ones that seemed to thrive. And in fact, when you're a part of a community, generally you are contributing in some way and you're getting a sense of reward, of validation, of happiness. Now in sport, this is really, really simple. And it's actually something for you to consider. If you do all of your planning and training and navigate all of your performance journey alone, perhaps as you go into 2022, you should consider expanding your reach a little bit. As my mum used to say, get out in the world, Matthew. So what does that look like? Well, maybe you find some training partners, you bring someone else along for the journey. Maybe you actually consider coaching because coaching is about more than just plotting a training plan. It's really about developing a sense of accountability, feedback, actually enjoying the journey because you're getting educated on the why as you navigate through or even consider joining a remote or in-person training group. Guess what? When you're a part of something and training with people, it not only makes it more fun, but you're actually ultimately going to be more successful. You see, when you leave a master swim or you come to a video bike class and someone says, hey, I'll see you on Thursday, that little commitment when you say, yeah, I'll see you there, hmm, that's a really nice thing. That's what community and accountability is about. And ultimately, when we think about this, when you are a part of something and you have accountability, you are always, in any endeavor, more successful. Isn't that what we're all about, having fun and being more successful? Sounds kind of nice, isn't it? It's really important. That's lesson number two. Okay, so let me now say this. Human connection is powerful. The third lesson of 2021. And the irony of this is it's really more of a validation of a deep-rooted belief than it was an epiphany. But I'll say it again. Human connection is powerful. Guys, we are social beings. We can read, plan, execute, refine training plans. But human connection, eye to eye. It's really important for mental and physical health as well, I should point out, as optimal performance gains. And that might sound like hubris, 
but I really think it's important. Now, flowing from our discussion that we just had about point number two, community and accountability, 2021 showed us that short-term connection via many of the online community aspects really started to prove a little bit limiting for people. Avatars and funky online forum names, are all, they're all nice, but real human energy emerges when we get to establish human connection. Now, I will add to this at this time that we observed over the course of this year without any doubt, real coaching works. Beyond prescribing really good training to athletes, the fact that we were able to execute with the athletes and guide them visually, provide feedback on how they're doing it, we saw that the results were amplified. People did better. They got better. They were able to evolve and change and improve because they are actually executing the training session as we intended. And that's a powerful thing. And it doesn't dance of a page. It always or only comes with human connection. And we don't really realize how important some things are in our life globally until we're actually denied them, taken away. Could talk about freedom like that, yeah? Don't really realize how important it is until it's taken away. But 2020 forced a lot of us to have restricted human interaction. And it was incredibly isolating and limiting for many, many folks. And so the third performance lesson for 2021 was the fact, simple fact that the hunger and the desire, as well as all of the benefit of real connection, was powerful. And there is absolutely no doubt that our most successful athletes dove into the opportunities of getting back to human connection. And I cannot overstate how many requests that we have for expanding our in-person coaching in San Francisco, people knocking on the door of the training center, when are you going to open? And on top of that, come on, guys, we want to get back to training camps. We couldn't do many in 2020. Oh, you're going to have training camps. And there's a reel for that, an animal instinct about it. And I can't overstate the enthusiasm of even the video-based live and on-demand coaching because it's human. Now, we as a company were really, really lucky because we'd actually started to plan and work on video coaching for a couple of years prior to 2020. So when this thing happened, boom, we we're actually kind of hitting the ground running. Pandemic hit, we said, hey, we've got the world's best beta test to prove, refine and improve the connected coaching fitness. And 2021 was the year that this really became a reality. It was forcing us a little bit, it was accelerated, but it became a reality for Purple Patch athletes. And now we've had a chance to test it, to improve it and refine it. And our video-based coaching is absolutely the backbone of all of our programming. So beyond the video, we have folks banging on the doors of the center. And on top of that, we've got folks clamoring to get in to the 2022 training camps. So what are we doing all around this? Well, you've already heard about the bike and run squad. You know that the center is opening in January, but we're not hosting a couple of training camps in 2022. We're actually going to host seven, seven training camps all over the US. We haven't 
got the logistics, and this year it's not the year to go outside of the US. But seven in the southeast, the northeast, all across the west coast, and in St. George, Utah. Now, let's not miss the importance here. This whole point is anchored around you. You seeing others, connecting. And I fundamentally believe, and we have observed this year, it is the third most important lesson of 2021. It's really important. Remember, you are, we are social beings. And I think it's worthwhile you looking forward and thinking, hmm, how can I train? How can I perform? But also, how can I connect in 2022? That might be with a host of in-person opportunities with local riding or running groups, perhaps a master swim team if you like to swim. Perhaps you engage in your local triathlon club or coaching group. Or, of course, you can do online video-based communities and coaching, really high value. And so make sure that you find or seek at least the right fit for you. And Dance with little things. You don't have to go and buy a brand new Mercedes tomorrow. You can go and test drive a few things. It doesn't need to be anything official, but I would really encourage you to connect as human beings. And I cannot tell you what a lifeline to me my Tuesday and Thursday live bike class sessions are. And it's not just for the regular live attendees that actually attend from all over the world, but it's also for me. Now, if I add to it the very joyous and important coffee and bagel that the three or four or five or six of us, depending on how many of us can do it, get to go and grab and enjoy after class, you start to realize it's about being social. It's about connecting on multiple levels. And guess what? High performers over 2021 tended to lean into this the very best way they could. Okay, now. I want to finish the show. Those are our three big lessons for 2021, but it was an impossible task on my reflections. And so I do want to go through just three quick honorable mentions, things that were undoubtedly important, but we're not going to dig into too much. And so let me go through these. Number one, honorable mention number one, how important it was for folks to embrace the journey. Yep, for sure. We saw it once again. That's why we didn't get onto the main list. We've talked about it a lot, but consistency is king. And throughout 2020, there was no doubt that consistency was important, but the fruits of consistency really came in 2021. Did I mention that we had our best year ever? Hmm. Our athletes did a pretty darn good job of staying consistent. Number two, honorable mention, folks who connected with their why, it proved powerful. The most positive relationship with your sport. This was forced on you in 2020, but it was actually really helpful when folks were building a season, navigating and finding great performance in 2021, actually going back and saying, why do I do this? What's important for me? Now, this one almost made my top list, but I decided to hold it back for a mention. But make no mistake, you understanding your why is critically important. The most successful folks, they did it very, very well in 2020 and held on to it in 2021. And the final honorable mention, 
doing the right thing often rewards. Now, we don't need to over-reflect on this last point, apart from a little bit of a case of the warmth and fuzzies. In 2020, Purple Patch was really proud to award more than 100 athletes 18-month scholarships so that they could utilize Purple Patch programming. Now, this scholarship was supposed to be a year, but the pandemic wasn't over. Lives weren't changed, weren't moving back to normal, so we extended it. We decided to continue our support. And we did this as every recipient of one of those scholarships in some way was struggling. But what we realized is every recipient was also really committed and passionate for their performance. And collectively, we understood and the athletes understood how important that journey was. Do you remember when we talked about the tent peg in the storm? Well, guess what? As we reached the end of 2021, nearly every one of those scholarship athletes is still with Purple Patch. And many of them have emerged from their challenges and are in a completely different place. Most of them are right back to paying normal rates, and that's great, and we're happy to have them. Some of them have even decided to support other athletes now, requesting to support the journey of those themselves that actually find themselves in need. What's that, paying it forward? Is that what you Yanks say? Anyway, to me, that lesson, it's powerful. Because lying in there is a really important lesson about community and support and regards that come with all of that. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I think is a lovely way to end. To finish up the show, three lessons, three honorable mentions. And so with that, I hope that as you go into the holidays, you get to have a really lovely time. You stay safe and you prepare yourself for a wonderful performance-laden 2022. As I mentioned, for the first time, we're going to take a couple of weeks off. Oh, I get to give my little vocal cords a rest. But first week of January, we are back and it's a goodie. Why? Remember, it's our two 100th episode. We are going to celebrate, but we're also planning to launch the year with a cracker. Let's roll on 2022. Remember, if you're interested, Bike Squad, Run Squad, Strength, email us, info at purplepatchfitness.com or head to the website or the show notes and there you can find links and all of the information. All right, folks, until next time, stay healthy and please stay safe. Take care. Hey guys, this is Matt. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Purple Patch Podcast. And if you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if we share with your friends and really go the extra mile. Head over to Apple Podcasts or your favorite platform to follow, rate, and review the show. Your support and reviews go a long way to increasing our visibility and, of course, the exposure to time-starved people everywhere who want to integrate sport into life and ultimately thrive, just like me and you. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Links to the episode resources and all of our programs can be found at purplepatchfitness.com. Thanks much for listening. Take care.